Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has given us unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Let's dig in. Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. Have you ever said no to God? If you're anything like me, that no might have sounded more like, you've got to be kidding. Or, there's no way I can do that. What are you thinking, Lord? Not that it's a good excuse for rebelling against God, but we're definitely in good company. Remember what Moses said when God appeared to him in the burning bush and informed him that he was the one chosen to lead the people out of Egypt? First, he feigned humility. Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? God responded with a lot of I wills. I will be with you. I will strike Egypt with my wonders. I will give you favor. Then Moses asked some what-if questions. He basically asked, what if they don't believe me? Though the Lord answered his questions and reassured him in many ways, Moses tried the humility card again. Oh, Lord, I'm not eloquent. I'm slow of speech and slow of tongue. I love the Lord's response. Who made man's mouth? Have not I the Lord? Now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you may say. All these questions and excuses boiled down to the fact that Moses wanted to get out of this. He did not want to obey because he was afraid. But God wasn't going to let him wiggle out of it. Moses finally said, Lord, please send someone else. He said no to God, but God didn't let him get by with it. Moses ended up doing exactly what the Lord had told him to do. And what about Pharaoh? He said no to God too, didn't he? Quite a few times, actually. In fact, the first time Moses told him to let Israel go so they could worship the Lord, he said, Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice and let Israel go? I do not know the Lord, nor will I let Israel go. Now with that arrogant type of response, you know right away he was going to be in for it. When all was said and done, his country was destroyed and plundered. His firstborn son was dead and his army was at the bottom of the Red Sea. Now let's fast forward a bit to Numbers 13 and 14. Moses sent twelve spies to take a look at the land God was giving them. They came back with glowing reports about the land, but fearsome reports about the people of the land. They were strong with large, fortified cities. They were giants. We're like grasshoppers compared to them. If we try to go to war with them, we'll all die. Yeah, they were afraid. They talked the people into collectively saying no to God, and it didn't work out so well for them. The Lord still kept his promises about giving Israel the land, but those people who said no to him had to wander around and finally die in the wilderness. I'm sure you remember Jonah, too. He said no to God and ended up in the belly of a fish before going on to obey the Lord. We choose to say no to God because of fear or rebellion. But we often miss a blessing when we deliberately choose to disobey. We also choose not to grow in our faith when we say no. God will get done what he wants done. But if we say no, we will have to do it anyway. Or 
We'll have to watch from the sidelines while God does something awesome without us. So isn't it better just to say, like Isaiah did, Here I am, Lord. Send me. You can contact us at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. We'd love to hear the treasures God has given you through his word. You can listen to other episodes at our website, which you can find in the description below. Thanks for listening, and remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Thank you.